This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantelle Fiducian and Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the the way way they were. Hi Chantelle. Hi Granny, a long time no see. They said it couldn't be done, yet here we are back together. Back, this is especially Good Friday. Uh, We have risen. We have risen. How are you? How have you been? Tell our listeners what you've been up to. You know what? I have really missed the the podcast. I've missed thinking about celebrity heartbreak. I've missed talking to my main gal. I know. I figure everyone has. I've had lots of lots of people, not through reviews or emails, but just lots of people texting, saying how much they missed this show. So I'm so glad we're back. I can't wait to start a new season. Just in time for spring and summer. Spring cleaning is done, but heartbreak is evergreen. It's always there. We have some epic, epic episodes coming up, don't we? We really do. I want us to set the intention for this series. <gasps> Let's set an intention of drama and really rich people making terrible life choices. Terrible choices. Yeah, we like to keep our lives as drama-free as possible. Just what the celebs do. Is it like New Moon as well? Does Easter coincide with any new moons? Are you aware of anything? I think uh, Catholicism has a history of stealing stuff from pagan culture. So let's just say it's a new moon. It's a new moon. It's a new moon. Twilight new moon. We're here. We're ready. We're pumped. The romance season has begun. Dust off your notepads that you all keep as you write down everything we tell you about celebrity romance. We, we know you all do it. Yeah. And get ready for the next season. We're back. We're ready to go. We're pumped. Get your new stationery out. <laughs> That's right. We're here. And it's since we're talking about festivals and uh, all things iconic, it's good that we have a literal comedy goddess for our first episode back well done she's not she's the real reason for the season for this easter weekend that's right she has bestowed her bounty on us we are so Mm -hmm. lucky to have seriously one of my just basically if you don't know she's the best person to be chatting in the corner of a party with this this guest oh 
Oh, 100%. 100% pure joy. It is the incredible podcaster, writer and comedy actress, Margaret Caborn Smith. The, the way they were. Hi, Margaret. Hi. Hi, Margaret. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank it's you so much. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm very excited. You're kind of like a love expert, I think. Oh, yeah. This is what we're saying now. As in, like, right? you're a whore. <laughs> Let's go there. I'm all whore. Yeah, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I had a conversation once with a vicar, uh, yeah, and his daughter, and his daughter said, um, he said, oh, well, vicars are quite like actresses. And his daughter said, what? And we both said at the same time, we're whores. <laughs> Stuff. Oh my Great stuff. God. Yeah. You, I'd swear, Protestants. Protestants. <laughs> oh, I know. Bizarrely, his wife's a Catholic anyway. I mean, oh he's since become a Catholic priest. We, we're <laughs> cutting all of this out, aren't we? I mean, it's not <laughs> getting onto a different subject straight away. Sorry. <laughs> well, we, we think you're a, because you are a whore, and also yeah. you have your own podcast. Yes, called- which I very much see as a sister podcast to this, and I'd love you both to come on. Oh, um, definitely. It's called Crushed by Margaret Cable Smith. And it does cover a lot of the same ground because it's about crushes. Um, So crushes on real people, not just celebrities. But it's amazing how much celebrity couples do come up because it is, it's it's sort of relationships that you get involved in as well. You're not just thinking, oh, I'd like to be with, uh, I'm trying to think of a couple that isn't mine so it doesn't give it away. (laughs) Liz Hurley and Hugh Grant. Liz Hurley and Hugh Grant. You don't want to, I mean, actually, yeah, you don't want to be with Hugh Grant. You want to be Liz Hurley with Hugh Grant, don't you? Because who wouldn't? Popping out in your white jeans, living your best life. (laughs) That's right. Going for brunch with David Furnish. (laughs) The dream. Who doesn't want that? And do you think doing your podcast about sort of crushes and, you know, think about, has that sort of reassessed sort of your own views on romance? Yeah, it definitely has. Um, I mean, I've, I think I've always been overly in touch with my younger self. <laughs> but it really makes me think about all the time and just sort of realise, very early on, my agent my agent listened to my f- the first episode and said, oh, you're going to run out of stories, aren't you? And I was like, oh, that's so sweet of you to think really? that I will, because I really won't. You have no idea, honey. No, more and more stuff keeps being thrown up, going, oh my God, I did that. And I'm really trying to not feel the shame of it so much mm-hmm. <laughs> and just be like, because actually the lovely thing, and I'm sure you found that, that doing this podcast, we're all the same, we're all the same sad losers in our heads with you know living out our little fantasies about I I can say like honestly I think the best part of being married is that like I feel now I have like the confidence to just like reveal everybody I've ever had a crush on because I'm like I don't care Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because no one's looking at you like, oh God, she's gonna come for me. Next yeah. Time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 I really used to fancy him. Did I not tell anybody that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's security, that's all it is. Well, so you've picked a truly incredible couple. And I know I say that about all the but this one true like Well, oh you, I know God. you like to throw around the word iconic on this she, podcast. We do. We love to throw that but word around. They are, they are, they are totally They iconic. all are, that's the thing. <laughs> so many of them are. Icons yeah. is very po- commonplace in celeb world. Just saying. Yeah, for sure. This was a real bitter sweet stroll down my particular I teenage ideal of what the perfect couple looks like. Oh so, my God, okay. I'm already getting an idea. Yeah, I've gone mind. fizzy. Okay. My arms have gone fizzy. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm already getting an idea. Okay, okay talk so, to me, Grania. Uh, as always, Chantal, just know. Oh my God. I, I'm i just, I'm so excited for you. That's all I am. Really? Excited. Oh yeah, my God, yeah. okay. Okay, so I can tell you, this couple officially got together in the truly golden year of 1995. Okay. Let's picture the scene. Waterworld almost sinks Kevin Costner's career. Colin Firth emerges from a lake and causes a generation of women to feel damp. And somewhere in a carpeted nightclub in London, Danny Bear and Les Ferdinand are dancing on a... On, on, a, on a dance floor dance somewhere. Floor? <laughs> dancing on a dance floor. Wild. This swinging, shaking couple went from... Absolute beginners 
to oh. Champagne Supernovas. Oh my God, finally. Oh my God, I can't believe we're finally doing them. <laughs> Liam Gallagher and Patsy Kensett. Hello. Yay! Cool Britannia, King and Queen. Britannia, cool Britannia. It yeah. is, oh my God, in the immortal words of Lizzo, it's about damn time. It is about time <laughs> we're doing this fucking couple. Jesus, yes. Let's get involved, guys. Are you Who's ready? Are you ready to go back? I feel like I'm in Sugar Magazine doing the more position of the fortnight. I'm, I'm there. I'm in the 90s doing. So, Margaret, why? what is it about this couple that 30 years later, they still sometimes run through your mind? What is it? I mean, I don't want to be superficial. Uh, or supernova. Oh, supernova. I do want to be supernova. And like cards on the table, when we first talked about me doing this podcast, my first thought was Alison Steadman and Mike Lee, right? Mm -hmm. Because they they really broke my heart. And actually, they probably split up around the same time. I'm kind of saying, I'm really glad you did not go with your first thought. (laughs) Well, this (laughs) is it. Because, well, there you go. And they are iconic. They are iconic. They're an iconic, like, British director and actress, right? We thought rather an iconic problem... movie, but too much now. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. They're both, like, Oscar nominees, I think. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the point is, they very sensibly kept their entire romance out of the press. So people knew they were married, but there was nothing. Ever. Nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. Unlike. Whereas... Patsy and Liam are literally the cover of Vanity Fair, you know, going iconic. This is the most iconic couple cover ever. Totally. I I mean, I think about that photo. What the, the main thing I love about that photo is that unlike most Hollywood photos of couples in bed, she like the sheet is round her waist and pulled up to his shoulder so he's covering oh his God, boobs. that's right yeah <laughs> and she's got a sheer bra on I just think they are the most beautiful beautiful couple ever and I think but what I always thought about them was what the hell did they talk about like I don't know if you imagine this like when they met what was that conversation know, right? apart from just going you are fit that's no, it you are fit no you are fit and then just falling into bed we're okay. right Grania as well by the way we throw it around with it I mean they were literally <sighs> iconic they defined a generation they defined yeah. cool Britannia I'm sorry they, they did define cool Britannia they got new labour in yeah, I mean, they did that. They did that. We may not have invaded. <laughs> there is a direct line between Patsy and Liam and oh, the war God. in Afghanistan. Honestly, a direct line. George Bush have just said, "Well, it wasn't my fault. It was Patsy and Liam." And then he went away. Oh my God, it's gone really dark. I'm so regretting this already. Of course, the war. Tell me well, I'm wrong. Prove okay, it. Okay, <laughs> well let's have let's have a quick look at their star signs because obviously, obviously we have to figure out what were this couple working with before their even personalities got yeah, involved. So sure. Patsy, fourth of March, she's a Pisces queen. Pisces, Pisces queen. William John Paul Gallagher. Oh my god. Twenty first of September, Ooh, a Virgo. Virgo. Virgo and so fish and what's what's a Virgo? Balance. It's Virgo ba- balance. Is Virgo balance. the balance one? Oh, maybe not. No, we don't actually virgin, know anything about this. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a problem. We just talk about. It, we think it's funny, but we don't actually know what any of it means. <laughs> so, what, Margaret? What do you think is their compatibility chance? Well, they're both so good at commitment, aren't they? Both I mean, of these brilliant. people. <laughs> You would get, I mean, nobody, I, I say it was heartbroken when they split up, but nobody was surprised, really, were they? Nobody was like, oh, they're the ones going to, you know, be in their old age, oh, in God, a little no cottage. A, only someone know. with a simple mind was oh! upset when they broke up, okay? Yeah, I'm already there, guys. <laughs> so what numbers, percentages? Uh, I'm going 59 59, okay, nice, confident. What about you, Chantal? <laughs> Virgo and Pisces, they just sound like a fun match. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 78% just for fun. Ooh. Okay, well, I can tell you, this was their chance of it ever working out. Mm-hmm. Virgo, Liam, will usually be shy, trying mm. to show their sexuality <laughs> through rational behaviour. And Pisces, Patsy, will see right through this, however passionate they might get. Leem's analytical mind won't allow for them to act like animals and this is something that Pisces, Patsy, will find human-like and attractive. Human-like? Yeah, <laughs> it's only similar. 
Is this Ver- what people are attracted to? Yeah, he resembles human a human sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was quite simian, to be fair. I mean, he was the missing link, let's be honest. Go on. <laughs> Virgo, Liam, will be attracted to the purity, Pisces, Patsy, exudes. And uh, purity, Pisces, Patsy. Oh, that's a fashion line waiting <laughs> to happen. <laughs> and follow their inner feeling wherever it leads. 99%. Oh my God, oh, guys. It was in the wow. stars. No wonder they're responsible wow. for a war. It that's, was literally meant to that's happen. That's what they talked about when they first got together. I bet it is. <laughs> they had an astrologer. Did you hear um, Helena Bonham Carter apparently gets a graphologist to analyse the handwriting of any potential date that she goes on? Oh my god! Yeah, it's amazing, she was really isn't it? burned by Tim, wasn't she? <laughs> we got to do them next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened really there? The handwriting. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just had a really good art and design team do yeah. all his ha- letters, <laughs> and she was yeah, exactly. He's using She's that. Fooled. So we think that either Liam or Patsy, Patsy, let's face it, has brought an astrologer with her to some fancy party yeah probably that's and that's they how told they them, got He's together this is gonna babes. work this yeah. is it patsy Palmer read her leaves and she was like patsy to know, patsy patsy to patsy, patsy being to like patsy. i see it babes i see it so we're gonna do a whistle stop tour through their back uh, emotional catalogue because boy do we have a lot to get through so yeah patsy her mother was a former model and her dad was basically a gangster Brilliant. Her dad was friends with the Cree twins. Oh my he had, god. Yeah, he had the nickname Jimmy the Dip. Of course he did. Guess who Patsy Kenson's godfather was? Ray Is it a Cray? Reggie Cray. <gasps> oh, oh my wow. Word. Was he the, was he the cool one? I can't remember. Hey, I know was there's he the a bisexual one. one. Yeah, one's bisexual and they're cool. So I think this kind of makes sense of why maybe she was attracted to the bad boys. Oh yeah, it's in her blood. If your sure. godfather was, you know, Cray Brothers, she probably had like Barbara Windsor, you know, taking her for walks. Totally. You know, totally. she's not going to get good advice. She's not getting good advice. So no. at the age of four, she makes her acting debut in a television advert for Bird's Eyes, Frozen Peas. And she basically works steadily from then on. Oh my God, she is. Yeah. And she is a survivor. Like she is absolutely, she's not going anywhere. She'll no. be doing panto in her hundreds. Well, those yeah. cheap bones, can you blame it. her? Yeah, 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 exactly. So her good looks certainly attracted attention from the boys mm-hmm. because at age just 20, she got married for the first time to Dan Donovan from the big audio dynamite. Oh, Remember them well, said no one. <laughs> oh, no, I, my dad had a, the 12-inch of Said uh, your dad. Of said, <laughs> he was dad. the one. So shut up, actually. <laughs> well, so their marriage lasted for three years. Then in 1992, she married Jim Kerr. There we go. Not Simple to be confused minds. with Jim Core. <laughs> Of course. No, no one's ever confused that. (laughs) Lead singer of Simple Minds. She gave birth to their first child a year after they got married in 1993. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, across town, Liam is born to Irish immigrant parents Peggy and Thomas Gallagher. When he was 10, his parents split up. His dad wasn't a very sort of steady presence in his life. And, you know, him and his brothers were just like scallywags. Totally, yeah. They meet for the very first time in 1994 backstage at an oh. Oasis gig in Toronto. Oh. 94 oh. Oasis as well. I mean, they're really at their peak, 94 Oasis. Yeah. That's like, hot. what's the story, Morning Glory Oasis? No, no, so this, no. Is, defi- no, this is definitely Pre- maybe. So they're touring. It's definitely, definitely maybe. maybe. And so yeah. 95 is when once the story came out, right? So uh, that's pretty big though. Or was that 96 maybe? I was definitely I still in America 96. when it came out. I know that. And I left in 96. So it's either early 96 or late 95 it comes yeah, out. Yeah, that sounds right. I... And I remember, this is a true story. This is how little Oasis was in America. When What's the Story Morning Glory came out, I remember reading the liner notes and being like, oh my God, guys, they're brothers. That is how unknown this band was in America. Wow. <laughs> it was Whereas, a big deal that I figured I, that out. I met Liam Gallagher on the day, definitely maybe, came out. 
I went and got Yeah, I went and got my copy signed. So you met him before Patsy. It could have been you, Margaret. I know, I know. Oh. And what was weird about like I, I, I queued for ages and the bouncers were really wanting uh, me to get out. And so <laughs> so I didn't even get Noel's autograph. Like they they were trying to shove they almost literally shoved me out and I and I and I was standing and protesting. It's like who wants Bonehead and Tony McCaffrey's autographs. Yeah, Noel no. and Liam hadn't signed it, and no, and Liam came over to me and wrote in his very childish handwriting, <laughs> Liam. And I went, "Thank you, thank you so much." And he went, "It's all right, you know." Oh, uh, he, he always so cared about cartoony. the fans more than Noel. Yeah, yeah. So there from the start, a... guys. Liam's always cared more about the people, and he was, yeah. I mean, really, it's all right, like yeah. a cartoon, but like. Really hot. Was he well. like crazy, charismatically hot? Were you be like, oh, were you a bit like weak in the knees? A bit, yeah. He was behind a counter, so I wasn't able to literally oh throw myself. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Like 94, 90, yeah. whatever it was, it's 94? 94 yeah. Liam Gallagher yeah, yeah. could have had me every which way but Tuesday. Like there's well, no doubt in my mind. Even, even in front of all of these bouncers and the queues oh. of uh, other nerdy girls. Oh my God, what a story. <laughs> now I know why you chose this couple. I just wanted to have that story on a podcast and more power I to you. you still should. need Noel's. I should have done Noel and what's her face? Meg. Uh, Meg Matthews. And then I appealed to him to sign my record. Oh, you, we can always have you back on. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> so this just so you know, so in the film of, of Liam and Patsy's romance, mm-hmm. you have... Am I in that? Yeah, yeah. you You're are in it. it. <laughs> You're in it. Good. <laughs> because after he meets you, maybe he's like, you're still in his mind. Like, Who was she? <laughs> oh, God, I, I was an idiot. Who oh, I was, was trying too hard. dumpy girl in a burgundy but hoodie? But you know what, lads? I, I think I like a girl with a southern accent. I think I might get a girl with a southern accent. You're yes. the reason why he got... He yes. wanted a girl. He's like, I don't want a northern bird. That's my northern accent, no, by the way, I'm guys. I'm done with that. Yeah. Yes, he he wanted a southern accent. So yeah, you, you you walked so Patsy could run. You're right. I, she should be really grateful to me for that third failed marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so Liam and Patsy, I'm going to tell the story of them getting together yeah. through the medium of montage. Oh, love oh it. Okay. lovely. Okay, so they're backstage in Toronto. Patsy is in town filming a biopic about Mia Farrow. She manages to get backstage. She's standing at the side of the stage, singing along. She knows all the words of Definitely Maybe. Oh my God, a little groupie. (laughs) Then she she goes backstage. She gets chatting to the band and she says to the drummer, what's a girl going to do to get a drink around here? Classic. Is a drummer bonehead? Bonehead. No, the drummer's Tony McCarroll. Drummer's Tony, okay. Then she gets invited onto the tour bus. Oh my God, this is like almost famous. It's literally a Kate Hudson and almost famous. It's incredible. Sorry, montage, it's montage, baby, we're a montage. So apparently all the lads are like, she's famous. Like, and gorgeous. She's so and much like more blonde. famous. Oh my yeah. God, yeah. yeah. So this, she has all the power. Apparently she was like super confident. She was chatting away to the band. And apparently this was her killer sort of line to get in with them. She said, so... Do you all support Man United then? <gasps> oh, I know they like Man City. They like their Man yeah. City boys. I do know that. Oh, no. So then, apparently, it was Noel that she was flirting with. Okay. Oh. Well, she's closer in age to him, isn't she? And he'd be more, yeah, because I, I, I can imagine Liam being a bit more kind of cool, a bit more standoffish. Yeah. So apparently, Liam is, hasn't opened his mouth. Makes He's sense. saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> she's vibing with Noel. Treating and then she treating. says... Right then, you northern hooligans, shall we see who's capable of partying harder? I don't think there's a man here capable of drinking or smoking harder than me. This is not real. I'm sorry, this is like a really badly written script in a movie it's that so I wrote when I was 12. This, but is, I have the this is not what happened. Okay, what actually happened, let's be honest, she walked to the bus and said, guess what guys, I have coke, the rest is history. That's it, that's what happened. So stop this bullshit about her saying, can any of you drink me another table? She got him drugs and then everything was great. Let's just be honest. Well, you say that, but I do think that maybe Patsy is very badly written in her actual life. Like I think, you know, she was a child actress she's used to doing quite shoddy dialogue maybe that is maybe she does speak like a ridiculous i mean you have cliche. to be as hot and as cool and as famous as yeah. her to get away she with saying can any of you drink she doesn't need good That's words so lame. <laughs> and also i don't think that she could drink them under the table i'm sorry i think no. and Noel would win <laughs> yeah is there a record of who won Gronya? 
Yeah. Well, so she leaves. So apparently it doesn't go oh. too crazy because she leaves. And then Noel says to her, oh, if you want our contacts to get tickets to other shows, talk to our tour manager. Okay, but here's the twist. Here's the twist. She's still married to Jim Kerr. Of course she, yeah. oh, poor she's Jim still Kerr. Married she to forgot Jim about Kerr. him. Oh, yeah. So It's easy mon- to do. They've <laughs> only been married a couple of years. Montage, next scene. She's at the Cambridge Corn Exchange. Cool. Jim is away, so she's booked a car and a driver to go see Oasis. So she goes backstage. There's a party backstage. She sees Liam sitting by himself in the corner. She goes over to him and apparently says, all right, I missed you in Toronto. Because I think... Because the kids is really lame. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's cool at all. It's really embarrassing. No, no, come on. <laughs> and then Liam said, yeah, I fucking hate all that shite. Oh, see, Liam's cool. Love him. What? Hold on, what shite? Toronto. He's not Being wrong. Toronto's a bit shit. Oh, I see. Hey, <laughs> that's where my family live. <laughs> so, but apparently, what's hap- complicating it all is, apparently uh-huh. Liam thinks... That Patsy likes Noel. Likes Noel. Of so he doesn't wow. want to do anything because he's like, she likes Noel. I'm not going to like. Where did you get this, Gronya? She was so there. Is, have you mentioned She that? was there, Margaret. So I got We researched stuff properly. <laughs> the biography of the memoir of the drummer from the band mixed with excerpts from Patsy's memoir. The memoir of the okay. drummer. Wow. This is amazing stuff. I love so it. So again, montage again. So yep. now, Boxing Day of 94. Oh so they're on the same plane to Glasgow. <laughs> oh, but by chance, Patsy, oh, I happen to be here. Patsy's weird. <laughs> so she's wearing round John Lennon sunglasses. Oh, God! <laughs> she's the worst. <laughs> she walks by Liam on the plane and he says, Oh, I like your specs. <laughs> So oh apparently, God. then Noel goes down to Patsy and starts talking to her. Liam doesn't move. Doesn't move. Cool. Then Noel invites her to the gig. She doesn't go. But the main thing oh. is... Oh, you see, that's cool. Finally, she missed a gig yeah. event. <laughs> <laughs> like, finally, the only one of the tour she couldn't get to. <laughs> okay, so around this time, two very important things happen. Noel starts seriously dating Meg Matthews. Mm-hmm. So now Liam is like, okay. Oh, we're okay. clear. Yeah. And then an interview that Patsy does oh, comes out where she says, if I was a teenager, I'd have Liam's picture on my wall. Oh my God. Oh, I mean, Can we're talking beyond uncle. It now. really is. I'm so, I had no idea this would be how this podcast would go, but we were just discovering how unbearably... <laughs> aggressively uncool Patsy Kenson is like it's it's unbelievable she's like the opposite of Kate Moss can I ask you how how old is Patsy Kenson in this okay so it's 95 and she was born in I'm really bad at maths she's born in 68 yeah so so she's like 27 27 she's way too old for this behavior <laughs> she is. i was hoping you'd be like oh, she's 22 okay no she's knocking on 30 and she's still like wearing glasses on the plane going to the bathroom and then doing yeah. interviews oh if i was a teenager i had his poster on there well you're 27 bitch call him what are you doing <laughs> But it's funny, I remember thinking at the time that she was this super cool older woman. And now, like... Now? um, Yeah, I mean, not super cool, but also not that much older. These days, I'm like, only 15 years, you know. So what was it? Four-year age gap, I think, between Patsy and Liam. Four years, yeah. Yeah. Which I suppose that we have this a lot on this podcast, but at that age, 27 and 23, is... That is a big difference. Yeah. Maturity-wise, especially if the woman's older, you're already way more mature. Well, and actually, she's... not in this case. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, the women but are more mature. But she's on her second husband as well, let's not yeah. forget. But, and oh she's a goodness. child actor. She's been working since she was four. Meanwhile, he's spent most of his life, you know, like dismantling swing sets in Manchester. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like... Playing pool, non-stop. <laughs> okay, so we cut to November 1995. Yep. So... You know, 11 months have passed. They're in, and I love this, it's so 90s, because either I've got older or the MTV Europe Music Awards have got a lot less cool. 
They were never cool. <laughs> I hate to break this to you, but they were never cool. No, I didn't. Yeah, the they are Euro Disney. They it's, were never cool. So, yeah. just, go on, go on, go on. So they meet backstage at the MTV Awards. She's presenting award at Michael Hutchins. She meets Liam at the bar. He goes up to her and says, you're too beautiful to be married. Wow, an interesting okay. theory. Bold. And then he disappears with another girl. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be in a puff of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he carries around those little smoke bombs and disappears. That would have been much better. Or like a fake, or like a fake supernova planet thing happens. Yeah. And I'm doing, bam, 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 bam. Comes on when you go. Yes. <laughs> he no, disappears in a puff of like allspice. You yeah. know, he's just... <laughs> But then he then goes backstage again, so he still hasn't left the building, and gets into a fight with Michael Hutchins, because apparently he thought something was going on between him and Patsy. Oh, is that where that beef comes from? Yeah, and threatens him with a fire extinguisher. Brilliant. I mean, so hot. I love how in Liam's mind, he's like, well, I'm at the award show, I've got the award, I've got a girl going home with, what's missing? Oh, fuck, I haven't gotten a punch-up yet. Shit, never mind. Sorry, hold on one second, I've got to go back and get in a fight. He's like, duh, I'm leaving. I have to get in a fight yeah, at some point. He has to, he has to go back tick, and beat up tick, someone. Tick. Yeah. Cool, cool, so cool. now, one one month later, she's in Manchester, appearing on Katie Puckrick's short-lived ITV show, <laughs> The Pajama Party. She goes to she's a definitely bar. definitely there on purpose to see them, isn't she? I know she is. <laughs> <laughs> this is not by accident. <laughs> so she goes into a bar. Liam and his friends are there. Liam apparently moves a chair so he can sit beside Patsy. And then I just love this detail. Then apparently one of Liam's friends goes up to Patsy and says, you know, the kid likes you. Oh Oh. my God, this is embarrassing. I find that more embarrassing. I find that really cute. I like it when boys do stuff like that. The kid is That's northern though. It's a northern vibe. No, no, no. If it was his brother saying our kid, that's acceptable. The kid I don't think that's cool. It's very oh, no, Jack, it's, it's quite like Jack Nicholson. Hey, the kid the likes kid. you. Yeah, the kid, the kid stays in the picture. The kid. The kid I bet he was one of like Noel's friends who's hanging out with Liam. So he's probably like two all years right, older and refers right. to Liam as the kid. The kid. Because all oh, the kid likes you. Oh no, I that would make my well, heart I melt. Suppose, a bit. Yeah, no, you're right. And if we are doing that, you know, there's a massive age gap at that time. Then yeah. you know, I it's just underlining really it. how young he is, though. <laughs> <laughs> so then he takes. So they leave the, the the bar. He takes her for a walk next to the canal. Oh, and they wow. have. I mean, that can be threatening if you're the daughter <laughs> of a gangster. That's true. <laughs> oh, no, oh, I know how to send them sleep with the fishes. <laughs> he brings out a breeze block. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where Patsy and Liam have their first kiss. Oh, under <gasps> the moonlight by the canal. Wow. But warning. There's an evil fairy coming to interrupt our scene. Is it the drummer? Because is this from the drummer's autobiography? He's following them around, writing down what they're doing. He seems to be really into this romance. (laughs) We we have a brief cameo from Chrissy Hind. Oh, wow. Hello. I mean, talk about cool. According to Patsy, just when her and Liam got together, Chrissy came up to her and said, Patsy. You do realise he's gorgeous and his band is about to be the biggest thing in rock and roll. I mean, there will be so much temptation coming his way. How could he not screw everybody? Oh, wow. I mean, she's, that's just completely nailed true. It. A sage totally advice it. from yeah. Chrissy Hines there. She knows what she's talking about. I mean, if Chrissy Hines told me to jump off a cliff, I would jump <laughs> I off would a cliff. I would do it, yeah. Like, I'd, I'd, be think, like, okay. I'd be like, that's wise advice. Yeah, <laughs> thank Chrissy you so Hines. much for letting me know that. I really appreciate yeah. it, babes. Uh, yeah, I would 100%. Yeah. So that they finally go public as a couple at the 1996 British Awards. But hold on, hold on. What was the response to Chrissy Hind? Well, I think she was just like, yeah, don't worry, it'll be grand. (laughs) Yeah. I'm different. She did what all of us do when someone tells you don't date him, he's going to cheat on you. You go, no, I'm special. I'm different. Yeah. Other girlfriends didn't get him him the way I get him. I mean, Margaret, have you ever had, I'm sure you've had people kind of go, I think this is a bad idea. And you were like, or maybe. I'm continuing. I mean, I actually, at my sister's wedding, there was a guy who I sort of kept falling into bed with. And, you know, and I I said to my friend, if you see me with him, you come over and you say, 
Margaret. No, away. I've never had that really. And she did this and I just went and I was, you know, pissed and just went, ah, fuck off. Oh my, I've never had that thing where I, <laughs> I know I can't them. control myself. You have to do really? it for me. <laughs> I oh. love that. Well, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's a bit like um, a friend of mine who used to write himself notes from drunk. He would write himself notes to drunk Paul from sober Paul. From sober Paul. <laughs> saying, please, please, drunk Paul. Don't go to the club. <laughs> go home. Oh my god! And he said he'd find these notes and just be like, oh, I don't even, can't even read that. Shut up, sober. What, that is. what yeah. are you now, you loser? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a bit. That's like so that. funny. So yeah. Patsy ignored Chrissy. Yeah, she ignored Chrissy. She ran away from Chrissy and headed straight to the British Awards, 1996. Oh, what a debut! And then I remember reading about this at the time that they they outed as a couple, and then the next day they drove to Manchester. She met his family for the first time. Then they sat in bed eating fish and chips and watched the Brits on the television. Wow. What, his bed in his parents' home? Is it that kind of vibe? Okay, so the reason why they went back to his mum's house and stayed in his his bed is because he still lived with his mum. Oh, 23? Wait, how old? 20? Wow. Okay. So they're on their second massive album. They're hit. They're, they're big in America now. Like Liam, buy a fucking flat. <laughs> you can move out. <laughs> you can afford a place in Manchester. Yeah, but they're not making him a cup of tea and bringing him fish True. and chips. He likes his man's clothes. He likes yeah. man's food. Yeah, his home cooking. He then finally is inspired to move out of his mum's house and moves in with Patsy. Wow, in London. In London. Wow, so this is at the height of she's appearing on TFI Friday mm-hmm. and kissing pictures of Liam on the wall. They are <laughs> the biggest couple. So, Margaret, yeah. we'll choose this moment of Patsy and Liam together. Imagine we've got a time machine. <laughs> and your phone's ringing. Yeah. It is 1996. <gasps> yeah, so it's, it's a home Liam- phone. <laughs> <laughs> drink, 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 drink. <laughs> Margaret, there's a Liam on the phone for you. What do you want, Liam? He says, are you free tonight? Do you want to go out in London with him and Patsy? I mean, even though I'm at university in Norwich at that time, (laughs) I'm getting on a train. Yes. I am going to go. Do you know, mainly to see what the hell they talk about. I'd so really, what do you really imagine? Talk to well, so you're I'm imagining there. TFI Friday. I'm imagining I get to go to the TFI Friday studios because that, okay. that's probably where they lived at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So. They slept on the desk and whatever. I'm imagining I would be try- I'd be trying to find things we had in common. Mm-hmm. And here's one of the things I think that um, Liam and Patsy did have in common was Catholicism. <laughs> Oh, really? So I'd be t- okay. Yeah, so I'd be talking to them about that, about, you know... Your first the, communion. The, your and, first yeah. communion. <laughs> oh, my God, the wafers. It's like paper, am I right? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I once genuflected in a cinema. Oh. Uh, and <laughs> Do you think they're talking a lot? Do you think he's holding court? Do you think she's holding court? Who do you think is doing all the... Oh, I'm imagining they're tonguing each other at this point. No, I mean, at that point... Oh, they're one of those couples. They just oh, make out in front so. of you. Okay. Yeah. It's make out in front of me. And I've, I've sort of been brought up with that. Uh, so I'd be carrying on chatting to the driver while they, while they got totally wore each other that. out. Yeah. yeah. Do you think yeah, they, are they rowing or are they just <clears throat> ignoring everybody oh, else? Or? Oh, do you think they might be one of those fiery... I don't see them as an argumentative couple. I don't think, I don't really see Liam being, I don't think Liam can be bothered to argue. So I don't see him as someone who gets into massive rows oddly yeah, enough with girls. Except his I brother, I think he'd yeah. be like, oh, I don't fucking care about this. I, I imagine it's not giving a shit, really. So yeah, even if she was upset, he wouldn't as... even know. <laughs> He'd yeah. have no idea they got in a fight. I mean, he impregnated somebody else two months into their marriage, I think. Well, so like, we will I get to that. that. We yeah, will get sorry, to that. Don't sorry, worry. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, it's still golden. <clears throat> no, I'm not imagining arguments. No, I'm not imagining a lot of chat. As I say, apart yeah. from just, God, you're fit. Oh yeah. my God, you're, no, you are. No, you are. I think you're I right mean, when I imagine that night out with them. Yeah. A lot of them just quietly drinking <laughs> together and doing <laughs> coke and stuff, but not really saying a lot. Yeah. Just looking at each other. Yeah. And can you blame them? Well, quite. Looking at each other and then looking at mirrors behind each other. <laughs> Can you blame so them, like guys? So it's infinite, Patsy and Liam. Look at pictures of those two in the 96. That's what I would do as well. Can so, you blame them? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's around this time that the troubles begin because it seems oh, to be no. in the relationship when they are together, 
Everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. When Liam goes on tour, uh oh, problems arise. Oh, you're joking. Well, if you get a guy as a groupie, guess what, sweetheart? He likes groupies. Oh, anyone who tours. I mean, yeah. Come on. You're not getting faithfulness there. And Margaret has just come back from a quite long theatre tour, so. She knows. I was nailing everyone in sight. <laughs> so, and, and apparently they've got quite different senses of humour. Around this time, at a Versace show, Liam got up on the catwalk and started jumping and dancing up and down on the runway. Patsy said about the incident, I should have laughed it off, but at the time I was annoyed with him because he left me sat there like a lemon. Oh, once dear. again, I'm Team Liam. <laughs> so far, he said nothing wrong yet. I'm you totally say that. I, th- I think that is. I think I'm Team neither of them at that point. I'm like, oh god, he's oh, I bet she unbearable. dragged him to a stupid lame fashion show, and he's like, oh fucking hell, we've got to do this. And he hates fashion and just thought, screw it, I'm with it, screw it, I'm down with it. <laughs> well, so- you say he fa- hates fashion. He's the one with the fashion label. Yeah, but not for Sachi. He just he just makes parkas. That's it. <laughs> parkas and bucket hats (laughs) so we're the summer of 96 Patsy starts the official divorce proceedings from poor Jim Carr Jim Core he's Jim Core my head sorry (laughs) (laughs) and Liam proposes (gasps) even though the trouble has started it's the trouble is starting so also around this time after Liam moves in his mother is staying with them Liam, this according to Patsy, doesn't come home. She gets a phone call from a hotel to say that Liam is there with friends and a well-known model. Oh, no. Do we know who that is? Or do we know who the rumour is meant to be? Come on, Grania. I just thought Kate Moss. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. I just presume this this is what she was trying before, before she got with the stupid old Doherty. So apparently Patsy, well, not apparently, Patsy tells us she drove there, booted in the door of the hotel room and dragged oh no. Liam out. Oh. Are you team Patsy now, Chantel? Come on. No, because Kate Moss is cooler. So once oh. again, I'm not no. team Kate and Liam. That's a couple that should have happened. Oh. I'm team woman who kicks a hotel door in. That's who I'm team. So, I'm so team I- woman in the hotel room being like, what? Oh, I'm doing So apparently that night she was so angry Angry, she karate chopped the car door that she was driving. Oh god! And paparazzi were there, and they photographed the whole thing. Oh, oh wow. god! You'd think I'd remember this. I don't remember right? this at all. I'm the not Britney saying I was there, but, uh, but yeah. Wow. So again, we're in montage time. This yeah, is okay. the height of Britpop. So now we're at Nebworth. She oh, says, "Iconic." She says it was like one of the best times of her life. On the first night, they stole a golf buggy and drove around the grounds of Nebworth House by themselves. I mean, did you steal a golf? Did you just go around Nebworth? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they could do that with permission pretty easily. <laughs> I don't think that was that big of a deal, babes. <laughs> she said it was 3am, so everybody had gone home and it was completely silent. Liam turned to me and said... I want you by my side all the time. I don't want you taking your clothes off in any more shit movies. I want to take care of you and your son. Mm, Mixed messages. Yeah. (laughs) The very next day, he wore one of her jumpers on stage. She was at the side of the stage in a wide brimmed hat. And he dedicated (laughs) a song to her saying... This one's for the cat and the hat. Live forever, babe. Oh my God. This is all such like, this is literally teenage stuff. He wore my jumper and I was wearing the hat and then he said cat and the hat and that was about me actually. So that's how I know he loves me. Like, this is so bad. She's like 30 and she's like remembering he wore her jumper. Oh my God. It's so teenage, He just picked up it? a jumper, babes. He had no idea who it belonged to. But he's, listen, he's the one wearing a jumper and, you know, calling her the cat in the hat oh i don't know i think she's reading a lot into a lot of things which i'm here for but this is quite intense so that november they shoot the famous vanity fair Mm -hmm. cover it comes out there's a big party at mick jagger's house to celebrate amazing where apparently Liam takes the opportunity to go up to Mick Jagger and tell him he was a fucking dinosaur oh amazing (gasps) amazing (laughs) 
<laughs> I love it. Amazing. Wow. At his house as well. At his house. <laughs> Doesn't give to a the shit. host of the party. <laughs> I love it. Did Marianne Faithful, was she there? Did she pull Patsy aside and be like, babes, let me give you a tip. Yeah, let's... Uh... <laughs> he doesn't care that much. <laughs> Get out now. It's not going to end well. It's not going to do well. <laughs> so apparently Patsy was really embarrassed and she said Mick was very good humoured about it. But I was dying inside. Oh no, Patsy! Yeah, and they're still—they're engaged now, right? They're so not they're engaged. engaged. It's okay. huge hype about their their wedding. Like the big breakfast at one stage set up a camera crew outside their house. Oh my god! And have people coming out of a limousine in wedding dresses. Oh my god! That's wow. so. Can you imagine? Serious? That's that's horrible. It's nuts. It's nuts. God, late nineties British media was just insanity. Yeah. My but goodness. unfortunately, he had. She was aware that he was cheating on her, and apparently, Leem's tell, if he had cheated on her, was he would take the sunglasses of the woman that he had had the the night of passion with. Okay. So if he came home with a new pair of sunglasses, oh my god, that's gross. It's a bit serial that is killer. So gross. Yeah. And apparently, and, sh- what, and show your wife the souvenir. <laughs> and mean... apparently, what Patsy used to do was, she said, I used to take great pleasure in taking them off him and snapping them. So the the media hype around their wedding was so intense that they officially told mm. everybody they had called it off, but then sneakily got married at seven o'clock in the morning. Oh wow! Okay, oh. they got married at seven o'clock in the morning. Then Liam went off on tour. And mm-hmm. two months later, had an affair with singer Lisa Moorish. Yep, I that this. resulted in a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something yeah. so nineties about the name uh, Lisa, <laughs> Lisa Moorish. Moorish. Oh, God. <laughs> totally. <laughs> It's so specific. You say her name and it's like you're there. But it must be all cut jeans. It must be awful to be so linked to one decade. Because, you know, she's still trying to live her life now. So Lima's off on tour. Patsy's aware that when he goes on tour, bad things happen. At this time, she's offered the TV role of Emily Ross's long-term girlfriend in Friends. No. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I didn't know this. Yeah. She would have been so much better. She turns it down because she knows if she's away from Liam for that long, their marriage just will not survive. Oh, that's a good sign. (laughs) If I I leave from my work, he'll cheat on me. It's going great, guys. We're really in love. (laughs) I'm making really good choices. Yeah. It's really healthy. So things are choppy. They even break up for a month. Then they get back together again. And it's during this period where they've just got back together where she gets pregnant with their son, Lennon. Mm -hmm. So Lennon is born. Liam goes back on tour. And it's while he's on tour in New York that a hat designer sells a story to the Daily Mail about the one night stand she had with Liam Gallagher. In New York. In New York. Okay. And wow. that is the final straw. Because Patsy's just had the baby as well. So yeah. she's like... The baby, yes. Lennon, isn't even Pretty a year grim. old. And she's just like... Yeah. So like by the sounds of it, like they got married and then he was just on tour basically non-stop. Like... Yeah. This is never going to work. So and one of the... I think the funniest moments from this is just after she like, announces, right, that's, that's it. I'm done. We're getting a divorce. Oasis are so Nebworth, of course, that was like the biggest high point. It was like the second Nebworth where they were filming standing on the shoulders of giants for this mm-hmm. huge big like film of their gig. So they're doing two nights at this huge, huge big venue. It's gonna be a big DVD sale. Liam goes on stage and has a massive meltdown oh, no. and changes all the words to all the songs. To oh improvise lyrics slagging off Patsy Kensish. Oh my God. And you can still oh, wow. see it. This is an example. So he says... Uh, yeah, I can't changed... imagine he's very good at improvising. Right. <laughs> so let's hear, let's hear this. <laughs> he, just, uh, he sings about having to see a lawyer to see your kids, <gasps> losing half your furniture, and she didn't even leave me a tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> he is our Shakespeare, guys. <laughs> he didn't leave me a tea bag. Yes, Liam. 
So he's on stage changing all of the words at oh, this huge, God. big televised gig. And so you can just see behind him, Noel. Hates it. Losing his mind. Furious. Of course, yeah. of course. Well, yeah. Noel, you put him up there, kid. That's your problem. <laughs> you put Liam in the, as a front man. Guess what? <laughs> yeah, he's going to fuck everything Come on. up. At one stage, he refuses to sing another song until the women in the crowd get their tits out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How many? Every single one. <laughs> You'd be able to know. Hold on. I can, I can see you've only got one out. You, you over by the drinks. <laughs> Such a ridiculous, completely impossible task <laughs> <Yeah>. to request. <laughs> oh, I love it. Great stuff. So, meanwhile, Patsy is almost immediately regretting breaking up with them. So, she got a boob job. She got tits? a boob oh. job. And then she did a topless photo shoot for Arena to try and get his attention. Because wow. <laughs> yeah, of what he said it to me. <laughs> Also, Arena, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, let's focus on that. It oh sadly does not work. Never. Well, he's already said he doesn't like seeing them in public, does yeah. he? He wants to see the she... audience in public. Hers, covered up, please. Pay attention, but listen, Patsy, this is... come on. But this is before you could take photos on your phone, so that was all she could do was to sell them to Arena. If only and, Steve Jobs had worked put... quicker, this marriage would still yeah, be happening. exactly. So, Liam and... Patsy are divorced in 2000. Wow. So That's still longer than I thought, actually. Margaret, we come years. to what this is all about. What, what, what do you think of? Why do you think Patsy and Liam, they had 99% chance, <laughs> astrologically, of working? <laughs> Why were they not able to go the distance? Yeah, it's so weird having heard that story. You're like, oh, wh- why? Why? Right? I can't understand. Um, no, I mean, listen, I feel like you need to get Chrissy Hines advice on all couples on this podcast from now right? on. You need to hear what she thinks. And in fact, any couple that's thinking of getting together, go and ask Chrissy Hines ask first. Chrissy. Is this going to, is this going to work? Should I bother with this? I feel, re- I genuinely feel really sad about it. Like, because in a way they were a bit of a joke couple. Do you know what I mean? That this so? That's interesting. Well, I think they're both quite cartoony, yeah. is what I mean. They, and yeah, I, very I, true. And it's actually, to be fair, like nobody's a joke person, but they're sort of treated <laughs> like that in the media, aren't they? So we get used mm-hmm. to seeing these people in their, with their Union Jack bedding and in their silly yeah. sunglasses and whatever. But there's just, mind you, both of them clearly like getting married. Like Patsy, did, you know, she's done it four times, I think. They're romantic. What do you want? Yeah, or they're just sort of, yeah, exactly. It's romantic. But really, really foolish. With no, yeah, um, with no forethought, yeah. Fools yeah. rush in. Fools and I rush think it was in. like, he was like the coolest, sexiest person in the world in 1996. And she probably was like, at the time, she was like the ultimate British pinup. Yeah. Like she yeah, was the exactly. babe. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. Like he was still fairly new to it. And she obviously has a massive thing for rock stars. Yeah. Bit of rough. Um, a bit of rough. I'm genuinely also really sad about the um, Emily and Friends thing. It's yeah. like, if you're turning down an amazing job because you need to keep an eye on your husband, that's yeah. the most depressing and, thing. Okay, not going to lie, like, that that role did nothing for the actress who played it. Like, she didn't get anything from doing that. And actually, no. it was quite disliked. But however, perhaps it could have gone the other way for Patsy because Patsy Kenzie yeah. is not a woman that is known in... America at all. Really? Even from this couple. Yeah, no one knows who the hell Patsy can. I only know her because I lived here then, but I don't yeah. think many folks in America know who she is at all. But that could have really broken Changed her. Everything. Who knows what could have. Or even like, we wouldn't be saying, like, oh, what was she really famous for? You know what I mean? Like, yes. I am a bit like, what was she yeah. famous That could have really led to bigger, like, that's quite a massive, massive role to have to turn down, really, on the biggest sitcom in the last 40 years. Yeah. Okay. Um, now we, we have enough collaboration we come to yeah. yeah the second of our big questions of the night big time okay so Liam and Noel or Liam and Noel Liam and Patsy <laughs> it didn't work out uh, Patsy they both went on to have different relationships Patsy is now engaged to property tycoon Patrick Kennedy amazing Liam is engaged to personal assistant Debbie Gwither which I think maybe is a a power dynamic he's more comfortable with I think. <laughs> but in the great split between Patsy Kenseth 
and Liam Gallagher. You know, with every spit, there is only a one winner and one loser. <laughs> there's there's one that we're happy for. There's one we're worried about. In the great split, who thrived and who simply survived? Well, I think I know what Chantal's going to say here. <laughs> and you're totally right. So, well, I'm going I'm to make my case for Patsy Kensett, who is now, like, she's in, she's been doing soaps. The woman works. She that's, is still that's famous. That's She's been doing soaps. She's been doing soaps. Well, I'm sorry. What's Liam been doing? Making shoddier and shoddier music and being a shittier husband as time has gone on. Like, I think that she's a survivor. I think she's going to, she's going to keep working. She's going to, she looks great still. Yeah. She, you would have expected her to have gone the full terrible face work <laughs> look like an insane monster by now she doesn't she's you know i think she seems like a lot of fun on instagram from what i was looking at today <laughs> i think i think you know she's all power to her go on say what you want to say <laughs> no, you're the one that chooses you're the one that chooses whether your choice is correct or not is besides the point if you want to say that she that she won then she won we all know she didn't. <laughs> no, I think, I think, Margaret's got a point. I think Patsy, some of her most interesting work is still ahead of her. I think she's yeah. definitely going to enter into her national treasure era. That's what I, I think. Don't, I'm not against her winning, but I don't think career-wise she has anything coming up, I'll be honest. But she, I think listen, she's just going to be happily retired with her rich nah, tycoon husband and just chill. She's, she's only just... She's, I think she's, she's going to do a Liz Hurley and just kind of chill out and just have a simple wine one day. She's been in EastEnders until really, really recently. Yeah. And that might not cool. be a big deal to you, but like Danny Dyer, you know, Barbara Windsor, Ian McKellen, you know, they, like people don't do... Don't bring big, Ian big, into people, this. I'm saying, <laughs> big, big people do soaps and it's quite a like... You know, it's a prestigious thing. I think she's entering, cause she, think. if she's been working since she was bloody six years old, mm-hmm, and here yeah. she is, she's still in the industry, she's still, everybody knows who she is, yeah. and I think she'll always have a career, and <laughs> I think one place. she's, <laughs> <laughs> I think the best years, I think, Patsy are still Kens- to come. Her be- I think Patsy Kenson's career is going to live forever. Well, no, there, 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 don't we you go. forget about her. There as well. It's 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 two against one, so we're gonna have to say that the group decides Patsy wins. Listeners get in touch, let me know what you think. I know what you think is Liam I wins. Mean, but anyway, but the, thing, the, the uh, but the funny like Liam, the biggest thing he's done recently is have a video of him having a meltdown because he has to make his own tea. I mean, I don't think that that's a big career thing. Like he's not a big star, is he? Um, he's a I think worldwide he's better. No, I think he's got better a lot. known. Sure, I think when I think when I think when he passes away, it might be a bigger deal than when Patsy Kenzo passes away. Put it that way, mm. and I think that's a true test of who wins, who gets a bigger news segment when they die. The Liam Grim Gallagher. Reaper decides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's only because he's died really early from doing something stupid. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Edges. <laughs> You'll be murdered by Noel in his sleep. <laughs> Okay, who really wins is, is Lennon because he gets to have them as his parents so that's the real winner here is Lennon yeah Chantal you have our final question I do have our final question Margaret and one thing we can all agree on is that this woman is the greatest woman probably to ever walk mm-hmm. the earth you know who I'm mm-hmm. talking about the patron saint of our podcast she's out there we think she deserves someone wonderful to love her we don't think she needs someone but deserves no. them so put your no, thinking cap say, on Margaret yeah. put your thinking cap on yeah who can you think of that can match up to the one, the only share. Ian McKellen. Damn, that's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer. What a callback! You know what you got, which we love. Oh, God, exactly. Talk to me about it. But yeah, we but we need to say also, Mom, I am a rich man. Yep. She doesn't need. But you've already, to be fair, you've already said she doesn't need. She doesn't need one. Anyone. I just, I'd like to see her with someone who would be kind and supportive, oh, I think her but and have is... a wild sense of humour. I think they'd have a really, really good time. It's them hanging yeah. around Soho pubs together. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Imagine Stewart the stories. tagging along. Well, exactly. Patrick Stewart was my other thought. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. A throuple, a throuple. A we thru- love a throuple. Grania and I love a throuple. Yeah, we do. Well done, um, indeed. Thank you so thanks. much for such an amazing couple. This has been long in the making as well. A lot of so our fun. Um, a lot of our so listeners fun. have been waiting for this one. This is a big thank one. you for the honor. 
Thank it you. was like um, Proust's mandolin, like taking really... a little nibble of this couple. I was like, it's 1996. I'm wearing, you know, body shop musk. I've got corduroy flares oh, yeah, on. white mask. Yes. Oh, the we're best. Going down, we're going down Mark 1 to buy all our clothes and Yeah, principles. I had a velvet top hat. <laughs> Thank you so much. Can you let us know um, where our listeners can find more of you? Well, my, I've got a really annoying name, but um, I'm MK Bourne Smith on Twitter. Cool. I have my podcast, which is Crushed by MCS. Which will um, be on before you know it. Yeah. It's yeah. such a you'll brilliant be seeing podcast. These, you'll be seeing these guys right on it. And yeah, I'm on, well, that's on Substack, Crushed by MCS on Substack. Excellent. I'm supposed to mention that more. Uh, I might be at Latitude. That would be exciting. Oh, wow. So, that nice. sounds like I'm just going to be in the audience looking for Liam. But, um. I was going to say, Liam and Patsy are at the age where Latitude is on the horizon. So keep if, an eye out. If any of our listeners spot Margaret Capon Smith by the stage and she's wearing the John Lennon Ryan sunglasses. Yeah. sunglasses. With you one know lube out. If it works for Patsy, come on. <laughs> He's easily gotten. Oh, thank you so yeah, much, Margaret. Thank, thank you. you. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The, the Way They, they Were. were.